Are you looking for that perfect piece to be the focal point of your fan cave or something that will light up your office? Fly the Wood Designs creates unique custom made to order lighted wood pieces to highlight your favorite team, company logo, or whatever you're looking for. One client said they took my logo and made it better. Easily work with them and create exactly what you envision or give them artistic freedom to create something incredible. Many of these attention-grabbing pieces are displayed in spaces of Cubs players, businesses, and corporate offices. Find Fly the Wood Designs on social at Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also contact the wood artist, Bill Watts, at woodflags1 at gmail.com. Fly the Wood, Thank Cave Bar and Home Decor. Uh, let's get ready to rumble! We're Cubs fans helping Cubs fans at Stewart's Cubs Cave Parties. Everybody's in for giving back to those in And the Club 400 podcast is on the air, William. We're back in Club 400, and we are sober, dude. Sober. Very it's, sober. It's bizarre. <laughs> Both of us. Too sober. long. Sober October. Sober October. My God. I was just talking to our good friend, Jimmy, from Modern Day Romeos. I said, I'll see you Saturday night. By the way, everybody, Modern Day Romeos are doing their annual Christmas show at the Vixen and McHenry. Halloween. Did I say Christmas? I meant you Halloween. Yeah, Halloween. Oh, you're jumping I'm, a season yeah, or two. I'm jumping, I'm jumping. Or and they're having a Halloween contest. William, uh, we're going, right? Are we costuming up? I'm going to dress up as a Club 400 fan. You should do that. <laughs> what are you going to dress I'm going to dress as a normal guy, but I think I might sneak out to the car and put on a costume because I don't want to wear it the whole time. Okay. I like yeah. that. So I won't say what I'm going to be because I that, plan on winning the contest. Oh, wow. I think it's 500 bucks for first place. Really? Oh, you're, you're going yeah. all out then. I gotta have money you gotta, for. You gotta think about that when you're going to a bar concerty kind of thing, like something you gotta go comfort and yeah. speed. I'm gonna go know? like go in the phone booth, ch- change my gear. Yeah, there you go. Come out as come there as me, and then come there as my costume. So I, and then win. Hopefully, win the contest. I hope so. I mean, you know that that's a great show. We've been there before. Usually in Palatine at during, yeah. during Ellie, yep. I believe. Yeah. So yeah. So I figured out on a different note. Uh, where we're going wrong with our podcast? Why we do not have sponsors beating down our doors? I know. And how many? That. How many? How many downloads or listens do we have now? Like thirty four thousand. Thirty four thousand dollars, which is very. 30, 30, <laughs> I wish we had thirty four thousand dollars, which is very respectable. But you know what? I found okay. out what we're doing wrong over this past weekend. You so did? I'm not sure if you're familiar with uh, another podcast that the Kelsey brothers do. No, the football player guys. The two brothers. Yeah, the two yeah, brothers. That Kelsey, were in, yeah. in the Super Bowl last year. Correct. So they do a podcast together. It's actually quite funny. And, um, you know, they were humming along. And, of course, you know, they start with sponsors and all that because they're pro football players, you know, well-known and great, you know, big personalities and stuff. Their downloads and subscriptions jumped a million in one day. 
Wow. Why you ask? Taylor Swift. <laughs> so okay. I'm Taylor Swift out, man. I'm sure you are. So I know you're married. I don't care that she's at the game and she I don't care. All right. Don't ruin the football game for me. I know, me. but I don't you, even watch you, them anyways. You can't, I watch, yeah. you can't argue with the fact that there's people who could give a flying rat's ass about football and they're watching the football games now. That's what those Swifties are. The Swifties. Lisa and Lauren, thanks to Sarah Flanagan, got tickets and got to go see the, the movie, the two-hour-and-a-half movie, and they had a great time. I mean, Lauren had a great time, but I was surprised at how much Lisa enjoyed it. And she, you know, I guess maybe they're turning into Swifties. I hope not, because I don't want to afford those tickets. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so I, I don't have a full-blown plan yet to do the Kelsey thing, but here's the deal. I'm going to take one for the team here. Um, we have some friends that are very specific. Um, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but a couple female friends who are looking for men that have good insurance. Oh, I know their, exactly who you're talking about. We won't mention by name. We won't say it. For sure, we're not going to say Ellie and Kelly. No, we wouldn't but, say that, no. But um, I am now on the hunt, officially, as of this moment, I'm on the hunt for somebody that can bring us a million subscribers and listeners to our podcast. And who would that be, William? I don't know. I'm not sure who it is. <laughs> so if you're out there, call us on our hotline, and uh, we'll get that thing going. I got I'm just taking one for the team, man. <laughs> it's a good idea. We need to, you know. I, I was on Crowley's podcast, fly. Oh, no, I was going to say fly, fly the you know fly the W podcast. I was going to say fly the wood. Um, and one of the things I just I don't understand, like, and you know maybe it's because I don't care, but and maybe it's because I don't know how to do social media that good. But you know, we got like three thousand followers on Twitter, and and I look at these other accounts who don't do abs- absolutely nothing except tweet meaningless bullshit. I just said right. bullshit, and. Uh, I was like, what are we doing wrong? But at the same time, I don't really care. We're up to almost $850,000 raised. We've done it my way, right, William? Your way, my way, well, the highway. I, I'm, I'm actually very happy with the, the, way the number is. of listens that yeah. we're, we're getting in that kind of thing. I think we are just, we've talked about how do we get to the point where people come knocking at the door and saying, I want to give you guys some money. That would be so great. Gonna, yeah. That would be great because, you know. I'm going to say that a bunch of times today. And I just thought of an ongoing bit we could do. You almost said fly the wood when you were trying to say fly the W. Yeah. That made me think of Bill Watts, magnificent artist, Bill Watts. Oh, I mean, he's the uh, by the way, um, congratulations to Bill Watts with his partnership with Obvious Shirts. He sold out, out of all the Ryan Sandbergs, he really? oh, and he sold out of all the Andre Dawson. So wow. probably more to come. Good for him. For him. That's congratulations, great. Bill Watts. But I, I didn't expect them not to sell out, but we did get one. We did get one. We got, by the way, William, and I'm going in tangents, but I started right down the show notes for tonight. Yeah. There's so many show nights, show notes. You guys are going to find out a whole lot of information tonight. I promise you that about what's coming up. You're going to find out about dates, what's going on. Um, But yeah, Bill Watts and Obvious Shirts donated a signed Andre Dawson lighted sign for our Halloween party, which we'll talk about in a bit. So thank you. But Bill Watts is killing it, man. So here's my idea for a new bit we could do on our show from okay. now on. It's Bill Watts's driving tip of the day. Oh my god! And we could get we could have guests on, and they could give us the Bill Watts driving tip, and then ultimately we'll get Bill on to tell us his driving. I got tip. I got an idea. Let's auction off. Bill Watts will pick you up at your house 
and drive you to the Cubs game. How's that? And if you survive, <laughs> you'd have to sign a waiver. There's going to be a waiver. You'd have to get Jeff Vukovic from Nationwide Insurance to write up a waiver. Right, which that you if will. you get in his car, we have nothing to do with the outcome. Right, <laughs> but you can bet on that. And we will have. I was going to say clip or a beer. But we'll have some type of beer in the car to help you get there. And so we'll, you, don't have to, so right. you need to drink when you're with and the we'll guy. Get you an or you got to gummy up or something. We'll get you an Avia shirt that says white knuckling to Wrigley. <laughs> I'm sure we can get one made by Joe. Yeah, there you go. All so, right. So real quick, I was going to say, uh, I mean, I, wanna, I just want to make a statement. Obviously, the World Series is set, and so we know who's in it. Diamondbacks and Rangers, two teams that you would have never picked. If you uh, at the beginning of the season, and I see a lot of people posting stuff online like, "Oh, what a boring World Series!" Blah blah blah. Honestly, I, I don't like the take at all. All right, first of all, you got this Diamondbacks team. I mean, you talk about a Cinderella story, and you know what? Sometimes it's about a team, not just individual players, and what they've been able to do, especially on the all the road games. I mean, they went to Philly, a, a t- hard place to play, terrible place to play, yeah. and just. Swept them out of there. They said a, they said a lot of Phillies home crying last night. Right. You know, and I, I personally was happy about it. Obviously, you know, we love Kyle Schwarber. Yeah. He's a great guy. One of the best guests we've ever had. At the end of the day, you got hats off to Arizona Diamondbacks and the Rangers, who pretty much lost out via head to head against the Astros and ended up being a wild card team at the very end of the season. Mm-hmm. They ended up with the same record. So, I mean. And they've never won the World Series, so I'm kind of hoping for Texas. I think it's going to be a great series, I think it man. will be, too. These guys are all fighting to win the World Series. This has been great baseball. I've been watching all the games sober. There's a lot of... Uh, and they've been good baseball. It's really been great baseball. A lot of young talent on both teams yeah. as well. Fun fun players to watch. And I really, I'm not, you know, I am pulling for the Diamondbacks because of my all my Arizona friends, that, you know, from going to Arizona all the time. And uh, I'm pulling for them, but, man, they got a great bullpen. Yeah. Oh. You know, I thought they were, it was crazy when they went for the bullpen game. And they ended up winning that game. And hats off to the Arizona Diamondbacks, Texas Rangers. William, will you be watching? I mean, you were. I called you last night, game seven at 9.30, saying, whoa, what a baseball game. And no answer from William. I was so into the game, I didn't answer the phone. <laughs> or I, I was sleeping. Logs. <laughs> I think you're what you're doing. Or I was sleeping. <laughs> It's been a, a fun sports week for. So we can, we need to get to some of these things that we're going to talk about. Yeah, tonight. you got a list over there. Yeah, and I just want to let everybody know it was on the header of all our pages. The meat raffle on November fourth has been canceled. Hopefully, we'll set a new date. I'm actually happy about it. I mean, I'm not happy about it because they came to us and said, "Hey." You know, because they have the gambling machines, they have to have a 501c3. And we have a great relationship with uh, Randall Roadhouse and, of course, our good friend Dennis over there. But when I said yes, I didn't look at my calendar, and I realized that, oh, my gosh, that's northwestern Iowa at Wrigley Field. Mm. And I was going to miss it. And honestly, right now, if you live anywhere around Wrigley Field, it's dead out there. Of course, it's going to pick up when they do the winter wonderland and things like that. But right now, there's nothing going out there. There's no reason to go anywhere out there. It's deader than the macro. So, uh Deader than a deader than a mackerel. Velma Kunz, she, she used to say that was my grandma. Deader than a mackerel. Nice, I like it. I haven't brought that one out in a while. I, I've never heard it. I like it. <laughs> I don't even know where that came from. I got to think honestly. about it, but I I like it. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. Obviously, the uh, winter wonderland's coming. But, you know, Wrigley is going to be alive for one day. The stadium's going to be open, and um, 
So, yeah, they're playing Northwestern versus Iowa. Not a huge game, but uh, that's a 2.30 start. So now I get to go to the game. But, yeah, hopefully. So do not go to Randall Roadhouse unless you want to have some great food. Uh, but we will not be there. And William, no, you're going to be out of town anyways. I am going to be out of town. Yeah. We, William wasn't going to go anyways. He's got a big family reunion in Minnesota. Right. So, I mean, what do you think about your Minnesota Vikings so far? Well, the family reunion took on a new, whole new spirit because of that game. The, the other last, night. yeah. What a beat the San Francisco 49ers. Crazy, crazy, crazy fun. Shout out to Joe Rodriguez, who keeps telling me Mitch Trubisky is better than Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. How's uh-huh, he doing in uh-huh. prime time now? I think you beat that. I think you beat Joe on that. You like that? I think you beat you Joe like on that. You like that, prediction. Joe? You like that, Joe? <laughs> uh,. I did want to say that that's well, the weekend. Uh, we're going to go to Northwestern game, but on Sunday, November fifth, f- private party. Uh, Frank Walker Jr. is bringing over a bunch of the security staff, a bunch of the ushers, and we're going to honor. We're going to have them a party. You know, you know the front office is one thing, but the people that make Wrigley Field what it is that deal with a lot of the bull crap and never get patted on the back. Well, that's what Club Four Hundred here. We're patting them on the back. We're going to have a really nice party. Uh, Frank is making it a fundraiser for Club 400, and I really appreciate that. But uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I think Carol Haddon's coming out, and we're going to see a lot of familiar faces. Uh, You've done this before. Too, yeah, this yeah. is the third year, I believe. But this year, Oh, this is an annual. Yeah, this has been uh, – but it's growing every year, and it used to be just the security staff, and now we're bringing in ushers. And I like the idea of bringing in ushers, William, for obvious reasons, right? You right. know, if I need to see, you know, I, that's it. It's also, <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but this party has got a reputation outside of here. It's like the ticket that everybody wants. Oh, and they got a bus coming down here. I had somebody, as, I, as you know, I had somebody approach me to say they're not an usher, but they wanted to see if they could get in. Their sister's an usher, and it's her birthday. And we said yes, for sure. Yeah, but I mean, that's... Not only is she an usher, she's Carol Haddon's usher. Right, right, yeah. And, you know, that's where the the door that opens to the field is. And uh, I think her name's Sue, right? Sue. Sue, yeah. Sue. So I don't know her last name, yeah. but we'll get it. And I'm looking forward to, uh, yeah, seeing some new faces down here that get to come here. And the nice thing about the party is I don't have to do anything. I mean, I really... Frank takes it over. He runs it. I don't supply any of the food. Um, we supply some beer and stuff like that, but yeah, really, I, I just sit around and I'm act like I'm at somebody else's house. I was I at one of myself. them, and they even cleaned up after themselves too. So no, they got a cleaning crew. Yeah. Like they're they're very organized. So yeah, they are. I, I just wanted to mention that because uh, I think it's awesome. I think, I mean, and I I appreciate Frank for picking us as the spot to do that. I mean, we're not anywhere close to Chicago, and like, trust me, I invite people from to Chicago to come to Club Four Hundred, and they act like I live in Mexico. Right. I don't know. People in Chicago, I mean, seriously, maybe, I mean, they they don't leave Chicago or they don't leave like 20 minutes from Chicago. I don't understand it. Even like Tom Ricketts, he acts like I live in another state or something like that. People's travel habits are really funny. I know. It's people weird. People in Minnesota. I like driving, William. I like going. I do too. Me and you are going to Michigan, aren't we? We are, We're, we're yes. making a road trip. Yes, we We're going to have a great time. I People in Minnesota are like, you drive downtown Chicago? Yeah. How? Uh, you put the car in drive and uh, use your gas pedal. I mean, all it's you like, Chicago wussies, man. Right. Get in your car and go out to the yeah. burbs and explore. The burbs are cool. Yeah. I mean, come to modern day Romeo. I remember when I moved out to, yeah, come out to McHenry, Illinois, my hometown. And we're, I think we're going to go out for pizza or wings at, to one of those. There's a pizza, uh, Buddy's Pizza is going to be there. Um, I mean, it's right located right next to the Vixen. Sean Gary doing the lights, actually. 
Sean Garrity, shout out. Yep. Hashtag. Yeah, where has he been? He just had a baby. Congratulations. <laughs> I haven't even seen his kid, and I feel really bad about it. Mm. But I will. Um, so we got to do, we do have an announcement for our next event, William. And this is our second annual at the Holiday Inn in Crystal Lake, Illinois, right there on 31. We did it there last year. Music Trivia. Club 400 Music Trivia is back. Very exciting. $30 per person. Sorry, went up $5 from last year. Not going to lie. But we're going to keep the same table price at $200 a table. So tickets are going to go on sale next week for Club 400 Trivia. Our main man, Dave Arnold, is going to be there. Nice. And then I'm working on some other details. I actually have a meeting with the Holiday Inn tomorrow couple different things we need to discuss uh we're gonna get some blocks black rooms for the christmas party which we'll talk about in a little bit and uh so put that on your calendar november 19th now there's nothing going on on saturday november i, I mean there's probably something for somebody but it's kind of the cold and the weather's changing come out the holiday inn so this is an event all money is going to go to us and we don't have that much money right now so this is one way we fundraise for us and uh, so come out and support us. Have a great time. We're going to have some live auctions. We're going to have some silent auctions. We're going to have great food there. And it's just going to be a really good time. And you don't have to spend tons of money. And you can support your favorite charity, Club 400. William, well, you had a great time last year, didn't you? I was not there last year. Figures. It figures. William never shows up. I've literally There's missed. Crowley calling on the right line right now. I've literally missed three events, I think, since I met you. So you can't say I'm gone all the time, but two of them happen to be the music trivias. I also didn't go to the Muscatine. Wow, so you have not experienced a music trivia. So the question is... Can you save the date, William? Oh, I'm going to. I have, but the question is, will people bid for my services? Mm. Because I don't know if you know this, but I was a DJ on a radio station. I have the knowledge, the music knowledge. Now, it does run out after a certain year. I'm not going to say what year, but like stuff from the 2010 on, I'm not your guy. You're like 70s, 80s, retro stuff. 70s, but 80s, 90s, 2000s. There should be in the extra. What do you think of the Rolling Stones album? You're a big Rolling <laughs> Stones it, fan. Love it. And Marty's a big Salsa King of Chicago. By the way, two for one BOGO right now. Buy one, get one free till the it, 31st. That's next two, Tuesday. It's actually buy two, get one free. Nobody That's not BOGO. That's not BOGO. So what do they call it BOGO? It's half BOGO. What do you call that? I don't know. Two oh. for three. Can can you get a salsa? A nice day at the uh, plate. Mexicali, and then another. Can you can mix it. Great and match? question. I think you can. I'm pretty sure you can. Because the Me- Mexicali, I'm you, like addicted to. Little uh, trivia. Try the Mexicali, guys. Little trivia. You know, before I tell you this little trivia question about the salsa king, let's just play this. Salsa King of Chicago is a proud sponsor of the Iowa Cubs. You can pick up Salsa King of Chicago Salsa at all Jewel Osco and Illinois Fresh Time Market stores. You can also enjoy the Salsa King of Chicago Salsa during all Iowa Cup games at Principal Park. Salsa King of Chicago Salsa so fresh, it's like you made it yourself. So I got a call. Salsa King will be there, by the way. So and I- you and we're going to put out a bunch of salsa in Mexicali. Nice. So if you haven't tried it, you can try it November 19th at the Holiday Inn in Crystal Lake. Starts at 6 o'clock to 10. Did I say that, William? You did. Okay. Very nice. Maybe we'll have a post-party here. Or maybe we'll have a post-party in one of those suites upstairs. Oh, there you go. Because yeah. I've never been in the Holiday Hotel room because I'm always right. yeah, here. So yeah. You can stay here. So I got a call from the Salsa King the other day. And 
he was telling me, I was like, what are you talking about? And he was telling me the number one jewel store. He gets a list from Jewel of the top selling jewel stores, top selling of Salsa King stuff. The number one store you would assume, and it is, is Wakanda, where he's from. Home base, as he likes to call it. Guess which one's number two in the state? And I'll give you a clue. He called me. Huntley. What is going on in the Huntley Jewel store? And I go, what do you mean? And he goes, it's number two, and it's like, it's Wakanda. That's the new Huntley, Jewel, too, not the, the new one. There's an old one and a new one. It's way up there. And he goes, I don't know what they're, what are they doing different? Can you go in there and look? And sure enough, I did. And they had two displays with his cut, cardboard cutout thing. And, yeah, they just display it well. And I guess we had a lot of salsa eaters in the in the Huntley, it Lake goes Hills good, area. It goes good on everything. Sure does. And going back to the music trivia, our good friend Eddie Cologne has booked us. We are going back to Muscatine. We're going to go see, hang out with my buddy Ed Bowling. I love that man, by the way. He gives love the it. best hugs. Yeah, he does. Yeah, and We uh, have to shout out to Lynn. If what bar are we going? Oh, Lynn, Ed. too. We love Lynn. We love the Cologne family, and we love everybody out there, Amanda, everybody. What bar was that we, we did the podcast at? What was that place called? We got to stop over there for sure. Yeah. I'm a, I can't remember the name, but I loved it. That was such a great name. Muscatine. Yeah. We're going to start early. We're going to go bar hopping. Nice. And then we'll end up at, it's not at the same location because those guys would not give us the deal that they gave us last year. Oh, the hotel? Yeah, yeah but it'll be just as good. Um, I think it's at the VFW, but the VFW is big out there. So, And you know what? As long as we have our own space and tables, uh, that's all that matters. Do we have a and date? They don't, they're not charging us anything. And yeah, that is February 3rd, which is... Another weekend, nothing's going on. That is in between the Super, Super Bowl. Bowl. Yeah. That's the week before Super the Super Bowl right. when nothing's going on. Yeah, I'll be busy the next week, but um, I'll definitely be there for that. And that's going to be for Club 400, too, because what we did, we only did one honoring Cub fans uh, project this year, but we wanted to do more. But if, if you kind of know us, we're a little busy. Uh, August 17th, we had Joe Madden. September 7th, Sean Dunstan. And we, we didn't even talk about it. We just released the podcast, Andre Dawson. By the way, I made a bo- big boo-boo in that podcast. But, you know, as I'm talking to Andre Dawson, I got the pizza man calling me. Oh, there's hey, one. I'm at your door. There's like 10 things going on. So, yeah, I, I said that. And I know Ian Happ's number eight. And uh, I said, oh, yeah, how's it? I don't know what I said. Something about his number being It should be retired. It should be retired. It's not that, retired. That's why you, you know, and that's why it went right over my head because it's totally Why isn't Andre Dawson's number retired? I, that's, that's a joke. That is a joke. Oh, man. By the way, that was so fun and such a great podcast. I mean, he is great storyteller. He has the best story ever, the one you have hanging up in your bathroom. Yeah, the blank contract. The blank contract. And hearing him tell it, that was awesome. That was a great event. You know, we popped our cherry on the Club 400 Chicago. That's the other thing. You had no idea. Like, what's it going to be like with how many, 50, 60 people there? I think there was about close to, you know, we sold 25 tickets. There's probably 40 people there. 40. Okay. Yeah. So there's some wives there. And we actually, I got to tell you, we left. We we left you in charge. And uh, me and the look on your face. I know this is a podcast. And, you know, but if I, I could yeah. bottle that up, you're like, we left you in charge with this look. We like, left him in charge. What? We got Macklemore, um was calling on at 830. I heard. And I didn't believe it. Who goes on at 830 at right. like, the Riviera? But we go there and Macklemore has been playing for 45 minutes. 
it was me and Lisa. T Money went with me, our good friend of mine and his girlfriend. And yeah, we only got to see the last half of the concert. And it was awesome, by the way. Mecklemore, uh, he puts on a show without the uh, gymnastics that uh, Pink does, but he really puts on a show. Yeah. He's, he raps and he sings. And, but, you know, if you ever get a chance to go see him, it was a great show. Mecklemore. So we end up coming back and I'm like, all right, I'm ready to party because, you know, I wasn't really drinking that much. That night, I was worried about everybody getting their autographs and their bottle of uh, um, whiskey. And I uh, come back, and the place, first of all, there's not one person there. And I know it was Carlos Franco did a, a hell of a job cleaning. And you, I'm sure all you guys helped out. But here I was coming back, and I was ready to party, and no one was there. <laughs> but it was me and Lisa. We had, uh, our own, we, we had our own party. We wanted to leave you guys, you know, alone in a clean <laughs> condo. <laughs> so we appreciated that. But, uh, yeah, the Andre Dawson party was great. Um, it was unbelievable. Yeah, it was great. What is the guy's name who came from out of town? Do you remember? Oh, um, put me on the spot. Here. I don't mean to. Yeah. Um, anyway, gentleman who we talked to on the phone, he's from New Mexico? Yeah. I, I should look him up here. Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me look him up. He's I, a listener. He's a great listener. We got to get him over here, actually. Um Anyway, he was it was great meeting him. He was in town. His wife uh, bought him a ticket because he's been in town helping take care of his mother-in-law. Christopher Lucero. Christopher Lucero. Sorry, yes. Chris. I wanted to get your. I knew it was Chris, but I wanted. We're to get your terrible last name. with names. It's amazing we're even. He started a new uh, Club Four Hundred Family page, and um, he's a great guy. We got to get yeah. him over here. Maybe we can get him over here at the Christmas party. He's taking care of his mother-in-law. Yeah. So he here, so. he won the big uh, prize. He won the Andre Dawson lighted sign. Bill Watts. Bill Watts Andre again. Dawson. Always helping the, you know, when we have that million dollar party, Watts is going to be one of the reasons why we did it. And again, on future shows. Great craftsmanship, by the way. On future shows, tune in for Bill Watts' driving tips. <laughs> Coming soon. Real quick shout out to Rocco. You guys saw uh, me post that, right? Yeah. I got an update on Rocco. Please First of all, it's a good He's currently, uh, I think he had surgery today because he got really sick. And it was not his kidneys. It was his, He was having a liver transplant, but he did have stones in his kidneys. The good thing is, is like, he did. he's in surgery, so please put a prayer out for our guy Rocco. Rocco has been my bar, uh, my beer man for a very long time. At and, Wrigley Field. And he's such a huge part of the Cubs community as far as he's been an usher forever. And he goes down to Mesa, Arizona. And yeah. everybody knows who Rocco is. The funny thing is... I met him in Mesa. Oh, you did? Yeah. And how can you not? If you see Rocco, he looks like his name is Rocco. He does. He's one of those Roccos. Like, I, yeah. I wouldn't have to guess his name. But like, there's Rocco. Right. <laughs> and totally recognizable. Totally and such recognizable. a really, really good man. Well, if you remember um, uh, that show, I'm, you know, it was a while ago, but when uh, Ricketts, not Tom, but his uh, brother was selling hot dogs, and Rocco was the one showing him around Wrigley Field. Oh, okay. So if. Undercover boss. Oh, I got to look that one up. See, that's what happens when you don't eat gummies, William. You remember shit. I know. We remember nothing. <laughs> it's, it's tough. This has been a tough month for us, but we're we're muscling through it. So, honestly, I'll, I'll put your thoughts and good vibes out to our guy, Rocco. And, uh, yeah, we hope he pulls through and I hope he sees us in Mesa, Arizona in March. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But I think – oh, by the way, I uh, talked to um, – both Thompson today. One million cards. One million cards. He's yeah. got 990. 
nine nine I think it's ten thousand short. So nine hundred and ninety thousand cards. And he's like, you know, he says it's you know, I te- we weren't talking, but we were texting. I said, maybe you should slow down because what's going to happen when you hit a million? Because he already said he was, by the way, he was on that uh, Marquee Memorabilia show. He's crept up at was the Was that end. a really long show? That's a half hour show. He, he was on at the very end. Okay, because I was just going to tell you, I didn't tell you this about him. The um, A few weeks ago, I was in Milwaukee to see my brother and uh, my niece who's at Marquette. And we're out at a bar and it's, you know. College bar, loud partying, blah blah blah, and they have TVs on, but music. You you had no idea what they're talking about. And all of a sudden, there's Bo on on TV, and I'm like, Jimmy, I know that guy. It's Bo, Million Cards, <laughs> and he's like, Oh, cool. What's this about? And I go, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's about cards, but I, I don't know what they're talking about. But it seemed like it went on and on and on and on. It was great. No, yeah, it was cool. No, uh, yeah, he was talking about his uh, project and. You know, were there two other guys in the show too, or just him? There, there was a, you know, I think that was uh, at the last collector show in Rosemont, okay. and they filmed it. So it was a while ago, but you know, like like anything else, right. it takes it a while well. to come out. Yeah, that's awesome. But uh, yeah, Bo is gonna hit a million bucks before we hit a million. Bu- I mean, a million, a million cards before we hit a million dollars. But uh, we want to. I told him. What did he say? By the way, what was his answer to what? What's he gonna do when it's, he hits a million? He said it's gonna be bittersweet. Is he gonna start over? No, his <laughs> wife would kill him. He said yeah. basically, and you know what do you do? That's a lot of cards to store. Right. But he, he, I think he like wants to concentrate now and not just collecting duplicates, but collect cards that he doesn't have. And okay. like, so I told him to take your time because you know it's like once you hit it, you got to come up with a right. new thing. I don't think he's gonna do two million cards he, on this show. He said he wasn't on this show. I don't know what he was talking about, but they showed him. He catalogs all his cards too. Like he's got a card scanner, which is amazing to me. I would panic like crap putting a card into the scanner, but apparently it must scan without moving the card at all or doing any damage to it. But he was scanning cards and then they showed some computer list and stuff. Again, I couldn't hear what they were doing, but it was fascinating. Yeah. We'll have to have him on again. No, we'll have him on. We should have him on. You know, we're going to go guest heavy pretty soon. Um, but we are going to come out with, um, a couple podcasts. Uh, we said we're going to do, you know, that's why we came here tonight. I said, we're going to, we put out the Dawson. We still have Dunstan and we still have Joe Madden. Um, but we have so much stuff to talk about. Let's get, you know, you were ready to rock and roll. I was ready to rock and roll. So we are going to have those coming up soon. Our next podcast will be Sean Dunstan. And we're going to do the preview for that after this podcast. We're going to be here all night, William. Uh, big shout out to Miguel Esperanza. He just got, dude, the guy saw that. I don't know. It's going to be hard to get to hang out with. Yeah, he's got, we, he's we, got a gig with every sports team in Chicago doing the Spanish might, side of the ring. might be. He might big time us now. He might be in the John Benedict camp. Yeah, Big Johnny doing a couple shows in Crystal Lake. By the way, I don't have the dates on those, but I think one's on December third. We got to push called? those out there. Yeah, we'll push those out there in Club Four Hundred. That'll be good. I'll definitely go, gonna go to one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Probably the first one. And the last time we went, we had a good time downtown Crystal Lake. John Benedict, he sings, he dances, he plays the piano, he plays the organ, he does it all. Yeah, so, he's a uh, guy. So congratulations! Uh, couldn't happen to a better guy. Um, like I said, he's gonna be, he's gonna, you know, it's gonna be hard to get out of here now. That's the thing. I don't know what happens if the Blackhawks and the Bulls are playing at the same time. That's a great question. I'll have to I, ask him. Yeah, I don't know that. And does he just do home games, or does he travel? 
That's a great question, too. I don't know. We'll have to find out. I'm going to ask all him. four sports, right? Bears, Bulls, Hawks, and... Yeah. He's, yeah. he's running Cubs. the town, man. He's yeah. running the town. Like I said, he's you're not going to talk to me soon. <laughs> I, I'll miss talking to the man. Uh, by the way, I uh, one of my... Fr- I, we, I was going to... We kind of skipped, but um, a good friend, he works at Wrigley Field, Narav uh, Packer. He, uh, for any of you Ryan Samberg card fans here, he has a collection of... 30 autographed cards from Topps, Donruss, Leaf, etc. That break, and he's selling these 30 cards for $2,400. That breaks down for $80 a card. Every single one of them is autographed. Mm. And he's a very trustworthy, reputable guy. If you're interested, uh, hit me up, and I'll shoot you some pictures of the cards. Honestly, they're good cards, too. They're not like shitty cards this is an amazing collection uh i asked bo if he was interested um but, you know so, you know you're gonna have 2400 bucks but if you're a ryan samberg fan yeah this is this way to go so you get 30 cards all kinds of and he's got game he's got the good cards in here i'm looking right now all graded nice. and nice sleeves so if you're a ryan samberg fan hit me up because i told him i'd talk about it tonight on the podcast so Twenty four hundred thirty cards, all autographed. By the way, um, we I wanted our big announcement tonight. I mean, we have a lot of announcements. We just told you we got music trivia here and Muscatine, but it's our Christmas party, our favorite party of the year, William. The Christmas party, dashing through the snow, and our Christmas party is going to be Saturday, December ninth. <laughs> Tickets are going to be one hundred. Dollars, one hundred million dollars. Oh no, just one hundred. It's going to include food and drinks, and a. We're going to call this a Christmas surprise. And here's the deal: I'm going to try to get a cub over here, but there is not a cub scheduled to come to this party, and it's all because of a Christmas surprise. So if you love Club Four Hundred and you love what we're doing, trust me, it's going to be a great party, and. We are we are doing something very special that night. That's all I could say, that and we are donating. I'm hoping at least ten thousand dollars. All right, and that's all I can really say. I mean, I know some of you guys come out here to see the players, but sometimes you know a player is going to cost me five thousand dollars, maybe twenty five hundred dollars. Well, the Christmas prize needs all the money we can get. So this but is this, this is, is this is what do you, I mean William how do I say this without saying it? <laughs> this is amazing. It's October 25th and you haven't let the cat out of the bag about the surprise yet. The surprise is a surprise that I night. I know. Yeah. I know it's fantastic, but I just I'm I'm wondering if you can I used to wonder whether you could hold that until December 9th, but now I know you can because again it's October 25th and we're doing sober October. And you've lasted this long. Sober October in every way. Like, <laughs> and, and, and I also quit g- drinking pop. Gummies. I quit eating sugar. No gummies. Gummies are legal. No pot. You can say gummies. I'm no right. edibles. No nothing. Wow. I, my mind is clear. People ask me, am I feeling better? Hell no, I feel worse. No, I feel the same. <laughs> yeah, worse. <laughs> you know, there's days when I definitely wanted to uh, have a cocktail. We all have those days, right? Absolutely. I have I have some more than more than normal lately, but uh honestly uh it was good. You know, we 
that's a good thing. It's good. To, you got to like, do that once in a while. It's like a cleanse. And I'm going on a diet, too. I'm going to lose about... You know what I realized when I hit 50? And you know what? It, I used to, I, I've always had love handles, William, you know? Uh, and you know, look for a picture without my shirt on, because I was always like, I'm a curvy man, but a curvy man, you know, that's not sexy, right? So, look for a picture with me with my shirt off, right? I don't think you're gonna find one, but the goal is you're gonna go shirtless. I'm gonna go shirtless. You and that. Crowley, yeah. Oh, Crowley is gonna beat me. He's pretty well built, that guy. Uh, he certainly doesn't like to wear a shirt. But it was always because of my love handles. I did not like You don't like handles. showing off your love handles, but, huh? But you know what? The God God took care of that because now all my fat went straight into my fu- belly, dude. <laughs> I was like, you know, I was looking at the pictures from Andre Dawson. But here's the thing. I don't have love handles anymore. It's true. Your weight shifts in your belly if you're when you get older. Why can't there just be like a pill? For the belly fat, I don't know, but I know they got some new drug out. That's a lot of I've people are losing weight. That. A lot of yeah. people are losing weight on it, but I want know. somebody else to try it first. Yeah, <laughs> I know some people lost weight on it. I really? forgot what it's called, but it's out there. You guys have probably heard about it. I'm gonna, I'm doing it the all natural way. Start and I'm just punishing it. myself. Nice. I'm just making myself more miserable every single day. <laughs> That's a brilliant plan. <laughs> As if there's not enough in the world going on right now to make you miserable. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, Saturday, December 9th, $100. Those tickets are going to go on sale next week also. So we're going to have two things on sale. We're going to have the Christmas party on sale, and we're going to have music trivia. It'll be on is our there, website. Is there going to be a cap to the number of people? We so are going to sell. Gonna, people are going to want to jump in on that right away, I would assume. We are going to only sell 80 tickets. Yeah, so. We are not putting a tent out, outside. We are not putting heaters outside. We are not doing any of that stuff because... That costs money. I'm going to tell you this. Every single dollar of your $100 is going towards the Christmas surprise. All right? We're going to get food donated. And there's enough booze in here to take care of all of us. So come on out and be a part of it. You don't you don't want to miss it. We're only selling eight tickets. It's going to be a smaller party. Uh, Danny Rocket's going to be doing Christmas carols. And I'm going to see if I can work my magic, see if I can get... Some people over here, maybe get a player, ex-player, but, you know, without free. They're going to have to come here for free. But you know how that worked out for our rooftop when we were going to have all those players and no one stopped by? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, William, this would be a good time um, for anybody thinking about throwing a big group party next year. Let's see how good you are. Um, our guy, Aiden, has a rooftop. Do you, can you play his commercial there? Um, no, William wasn't prepared to do this. I wasn't, but I think I can. Here we go. Wrigley View Rooftop is a unique event venue that is located in the heart of Wrigleyville. As an official Chicago Cubs rooftop partner, the venue is adjacent to the historic Wrigley Field Stadium and just steps beyond the left field ivy. Established in 2000, Wrigley View Rooftop recently underwent an extensive renovation that combines state-of-the-art stadium-style design and seating with a warm, hospitable, guest-friendly environment and a spectacular view. From Cubs games to concerts, Wrigley View Rooftop brings you the best experience available at Wrigley Field. Wrigley View Rooftop is located at 1050 West Waveland Avenue. For information about events, check out their website at WrigleyView.com or call 773-362-1050. Once again, Christmas party, December 9th. Buy your tickets. It will sell out. And you'll be a part of something very special. 
By the way, William, I picked up a new piece of memorabilia. I don't, I don't know if I told you this. I was in Chicago, and I ended up stopping at Harry Carey's, the original Harry Carey's downtown. And I met with Grant the Porter. I was actually trying to get Dutchie out here. Um, Grant and Dutchie out here. But Dutchie's getting rather old. She's 93 years old. Wow. And she ain't good with stairs. So, unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, and she's another one that, you know, we live in mm, Mexico, Mexico, if you remember. Right. You know, so, uh, but Grant was really nice. Bought me uh, Arnold Palmer. That's what I've been drinking, Arnold Palmer's. And uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet with him soon. And uh, we're going to do something with Harry's down the line. I told him the reason why Club Arnold exists is because of Harry Carey. You know, uh, it's in, in our video that we came out a lot, lot long ago, but like I said, his love and love and passion for the game rated right out of his soul, rated right out of the TV into my soul and changed me forever. So Club Horner exists because of Harry Carey. And I really wanted Dutchie to know, um, you know, what this charity has done. And without Harry, you know, it doesn't, it's not happening. I don't know if I didn't turn the TV on that one day. You know, Club for 100 probably doesn't exist. Can't even imagine if you didn't turn the TV on that one day. I didn't even play baseball. All our lives My, my dad was really not into baseball. Hmm. He was a worker. He worked. And I found baseball myself. My dad wasn't into any sports. My dad was into making money, trying to support his family. Um, but, yeah, so uh, I wanted to talk about something I'm really excited about, William. What's that? What are you excited about? Our 10th year anniversary. Our 10th year anniversary is next year of Club 400. 10 years of giving. Now, I opened up Club 400 in 2013. Um, but our first charity event was in 2014. So 2024 in August will be our officially our 10th, the day of, I think it's August 24th, something right around there. It'll be 10 years of giving, we'll call it. And... And this is something you don't know, but I'm telling you know, telling everybody for the first time because we're going to have three things on sale at our website. Uh, Brandon Ort, who does all our logos, and by the way, I got to meet Brandon. I mean, I've met him before. I don't get to hang out with him much. He lives in Indiana, but he was out in Chicago for a conference, mm. and he came over to the condo. I took him out for some out wings at output. We had a great night. The guy's been unbelievable to me. He's another reason why we've raised – Eight hundred and fifty thousand dollars. It will be eight fifty. It'll be eight sixty. By the way, we are going to break our all-time record for money raised in one year. We will be raising over one hundred thousand dollars out of a basement this year, and obviously uh, Joe Madden was a big part of it. But we did raise money for Rod's Heroes. We have a private event that we expect to raise ten. I expect to raise ten on the uh, Christmas surprise, and uh, that's over a hundred thousand bucks. That's amazing. Crazy. And we had a terrible 2022, in my opinion, for what we gave away that year. It wasn't one of our best years. I, I think we can agree maybe why, but uh, we definitely came back hard. And honestly, our most successful year in Club 400 history back was 2023, man. And two, uh, 2024 is shaping up to be. Yeah. I'm working. Really good, I, I'm going to start working on the 1984 Chicago Cubs reunion. Mm -hmm. I haven't started it yet. Haven't had any talks, but I needed a break for a little bit. That's my main thing. And we're working on a big name for a party at Club Mahar next year. So a big name, a big starter. Big name. Big time. Big name. But anyways, Brandon is going to do our 10th anniversary logo, and this is my breaking news, okay? He is going to do a logo, and it's going to have all 
the players and celebrities' names on this logo. That have been here? Yeah. Nice. And it's, So everybody that's been Club 400's name is going to be on this logo. Not me and you, but like you know, celebrity. Oh, not me. Well, oh. no, yeah. So I'm on the wall. <laughs> you did sign the wall one night. <laughs> I hadn't even signed the wall. I know I did. I gotta sign it, you know, when I retire. From there you like, go. Yeah. But yeah, so we're gonna debut our logo at the Cubs convention, and I can't wait to unveil it. It's gonna be unbelievable because I think when this logo gets unveiled. And you see about all the players that have been at Club 400. I think it's, you know, I think it's, I mean, it's amazing what we've been able to accomplish. Over 50 players I have hope been you in have this basement. Well, I'm put, I got to put the list together. <laughs> That's going to be tricky. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. If you're basing I don't want to, I don't want to. memory. Uh, no, no. I, I, no, I, the, up, the website hasn't been updated in a while. So a I'm going to have to. long while. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, it is a brand new, but there's a lot of work that needs to be done on the website. But yeah. uh, it's not where I want it yet. But uh, I'm going to work on that this winter. I well, might, be doing, I might be doing a lot of sober stuff this winter because I can get more done. You know, so. Sober winter? Sober winter, maybe. Nah. Not, not Saturday, though. Saturday is going to be a good time. <laughs> so, anyways, Cubs convention. This is where I need your help, guys. So, I called the Cubs, and I said, hey, I know you guys gave Joe an obvious shirt. A booth, which Joe deserves it. He's a piece of, his stuff is Wrigley Field. It's a part of the atmosphere. It's a part of being a Cubs fan now. And kudos to Joe uh, for uh, doing that and be able to get in there. Be the only vendor, which I love the vendors. You know, I'm not really happy about the Cubs and they took away the vendors and all the shopping. Mm -hmm. Just, it was one of my favorite parts was to go to the Cubs convention and shop. And it's like, like, Everything as we get older and time goes on seems to get shittier and shittier, you know. I guess they just don't want other people making money. I, I don't know. But anyways, I called the Cubs and I asked for a booth. I said, I'll pay for my booth. And here's the great thing. I'm not trying to make any money. I'm not selling anything, all right? Now, I knew what their answer would be. And their answer, of course, was no. And I was like, it, it, honestly, guys, I'm pissed off about it, to be honest with you. I've been doing this for 10 years, man. You know, they're saying, oh, this event is for Cubs charities. Cubs charities. Trust me, you know. They're Goliath. I'm the little guy, David. I mean, we're riding with them, no money. Like, we're not trying to make any money. We're just trying to basically put, tell everybody what we're doing. Those are, like, our prime people that we want to get to, you know. Right. And no, no. No. But you know what? That's fine. I just... Been, you know, Cubs organization hasn't really done anything for Club 400. I mean, there's been people in the organization that have done stuff for Club 400, but they really don't act like we exist. And I think, you know, it's legal reasons and so forth and so on. But what we're going to do is we don't need a booth, William. We'll be a walking booth. Mm. And I'm going to get some Club 400 people, and we're going to go out. And we're going to pass out a lot of swag around there. And I'm writing a personal note that it's going to be printed on a nice cardstock. And we're going to really get the word out about what Club 400 is. And you know what? i got to wait till the schedule comes out. But if I was you guys, I'd probably be in the lobby Saturday night. Cause, uh, and, I, and we're going to give away a lot of free stuff. But what I'm asking for you guys is 
is we are going to sell. We are going to give away. No, we're going to sell shirts, our our uh, tenth year anniversary shirts, online for forty dollars. That's a lot of money for a shirt. Well, you're going to get one of these limited edition 10-year anniversary shirts, and all the rest of the money is going to go in a pot that allow us to buy swag and T-shirts that we'll pass out at the Cubs convention. So you're basically buying a shirt for yourself. You're guaranteeing yourself a shirt, and you're helping us spread the word. You know, We'll hand out shirts. We'll hand out autographed baseballs. But with the money that we collect from this shirt drive, we'll call it, we're going to purchase stuff with this 10th year anniversary on it and pass it around. Cubs fans helping Cubs fans. Yeah, so I know if you guys can help me out here and help us and you know what we want to bring a lot of love to the Cubs convention. We want to, we don't we're not selling anything we can't. That's not what our goal is. Our stuff is just to flood the convention with Club 400. We want everybody to wear the shirts on Saturday and we're going to have a couple different color shirts and when we give them away Please, if you could wear it on Saturday, that would be great. So that is the plan. So we're going to have three things on sale, the Christmas party, the trivia, and the shirt idea. And the shirt idea is going to be going all the way up until December. So it's going to be on there for a while. Because the more we collect, you know, I need lead time to order the stuff. Right. But the more you collect, the more you can do. Yeah, the the more stuff we can pass out. William, will you... Being an ambassador of Club 400 at the Cubs convention weekend. I would love to be. I know we have Sarah Flanagan, who's already donated her time. Yeah, I would love to be. So, now if the Cubs are listening to this, well, that's what you forced me to do, guys. All right? I don't know if you guys listen to this, but I'm sure you got someone listening to this. But uh, 10 years. 10 years. And I have to fight to get an auction item from them. You know? <laughs> I'm not calling my, you know, Tom. Tom has been so, Tom Ricketts has been so good to me. But I'm not going to bother him with that petty stuff, you know? You know, like I said, they know who we are. They know what we do. And, you know, we could have probably reached a million dollars a little bit quicker with a little bit of their support. You know, I go to their sponsors. They don't want to sponsor us because, you know, it's a, you know, conflict, conflict or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah. Very frustrating. But, you know, it doesn't really matter because we're going to raise one million dollars out of basement without their go. help. You know, there you go. Without any help. But like I said, man. I, I'm not going to lie. We got the World Series trophy here, so that was awesome, and Tom Rick has brought that over. But No, they've done some things, like you said, yeah. but that's certain people within yeah. the organization. Right, that, that, pe- that, that really, like, I can count on, yeah. People help not get too many. access to the field. Yeah, L- yeah Lorraine's Lorraine. been unbelievable, yeah. 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 So, you know, uh, I mean, that's the thing about Club Front. We need, we need new people, you know, uh, like Chris, who gets it. And I want to keep doing good things. I really do. I want to keep helping people and... Uh, you know, the, once we hit a million dollars, we ain't going to stop. We're going to keep going, you know, so. Hey, before you get to your list, I want to uh, do a shout out to you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's it. No, uh, actually, uh, big congratulations are in order as you were just recently voted as a local community leader. Well, Right here you. in Lake in the Hills. I appreciate that very much. Um, thank you. For nominating me, and thank you for them choosing me. (laughs) Well, I yeah, I you know full disclosure, I did nominate you, but uh, I think we were the first one, right? That had yeah, Yeah, that had nothing to do with them picking you, right? No, I appreciate it. Pretty cool. You know, I think that would be. (laughs) Let's think about the the first award or first. You know, I mean, I've got newspaper articles and stuff like that, but I was like, it's great to get some recognition for all the hard work, the blood, sweat, and the tears. 
um, well, and, you, and you've, you've been so wrapped up in the community too. Like, you know, we've talked a little bit about it, but people don't know for every party you have, you're going to the village and you have to get up in front of the village board and let them know what you're doing. I mean, again, when, I don't know how this whole thing ends, but when it ends or slows down or whatever, somebody should write a book and, uh, definitely they would have. Oh, great leading, William. Oh, yeah. Why? Someone should a, write a book. Huh? Something about a book? <laughs> I got the uh, opportunity um, last Sunday. I went with uh, some good friends, Smitty, Mike McCarthy, Weeds went, um, Mar- Marty came, and of course he brought salsa. And um, who else was there? Oh, Robin Andrew. Robin Andrew. Yeah, they were there. And uh, Randy Hulley, they just he, there's a book that just came out. Um, the author was there. Nice guy, actually. We're gonna have him on the podcast. We we're gonna have him on the night, but there's too much stuff to talk about. So John Saint Augustine, one of uh, Randy's lifelong friends, and we'll have him on the podcast soon. Wrote a book called Iron Man, and um, I've started to read it, and it's amazing. But honestly, you guys, I gave a speech. I was I. I the woman who had it, Diane, Diane's her name. This was kind of like a private family event and stuff like that. But she ended up selling 25 tickets. I posted it on all the pages. If you bought a ticket, you're lucky. And Randy signed his books. And But Diane came up to me. Geyser is her last name, Geyser. See? Memory's good now. Yeah, it's coming back. Memory's good. Um, Diane Geyser set this up, and she didn't know anything about Club 400, but she... Wanted people to speak, so she said, "Hey, Club 400 guy, can you speak?" And I wasn't prepared, but uh, thankfully, like, I'm an award winner this. here. I'm a <laughs> community leader. So, uh, William, can you play the clip? This is what I said I uh, at the uh, at this event for Randy Huntley at Zaza's. I got to sh- shout him out in Zaza's in North Barrington, great Italian restaurant. Oh, so, that's where it was. It was at Zaza's. You've been there? Yeah, of course I have. It's a great food over yeah. there. Very good. Yeah, yeah my in laws are from. I want to go there. I want to take yeah. Lisa and go get some yeah. real pasta. I'm tired of the uh, what is it, Olive Garden bullshit. You know? I've never been to Olive Garden, by the way. Well, the so. breadsticks are amazing and the salad's pretty good, too, but the rest of it's pretty just, like, you know, junky. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, some people will argue with me there. But. I do have to tell you, you told me about this, and somebody recorded it. Marty did. Marty. Mar- did. Marty. Shout out to Marty. And uh, I listened to it, and I was I was moved. By this one. So I was like, we need to play this on the podcast. So if you guys just humor us here for a couple minutes and enjoy Mr. Stuart McVicker live. How you doing, everybody? My name is Stuart McVicker, and I run Club 400. And I'll just talk about that real quick, but it's a basement and a house that has raised $850,000 for the best fans of all sports, Cup fans. Randy's been over at my house three or four times. And, uh... I always remember one of my favorite events on when Randy came over. God bless his soul, Joe Pepitone. Oh my gosh, you put Randy in the same room with Joe, you're going to have a good time, I promise you that. One of my, you know, we all talk about Randy's career as a Cub, which was unbelievable, but Randy's done amazing things off the field. Uh, as you guys know, Randy started the first fantasy camp ever in sports history, and Often duplicated, but not Randy, not Randy's way, that's for sure. And uh, I remember I went there the first year, 
I went, went there at 325 pounds. I thought baseball was easy. On Wednesday, I couldn't get off the toilet that morning. <laughs> My quads were killing me. I went up to Lori. I said, Lori, can Randy give us a break? We have a day off in the middle of this. We played two games a day, seven innings each game. And then we played a big game on uh, Saturday. And uh, Randy, you know, he wanted us to have the major leagues, you know, how it was playing major league baseball. But I think, honestly, the, the most amazing thing that Randy's done was creating that camp. And he created a family of people. He created so many friendships. A couple guys there in the back, Robin, you know, Rocky. Look what you did for Robin. She's told me what you did, and it was amazing. And I think that is the greatest thing, that Randy, when he retired, he stayed in the game, but he brought people together. And he, like I said, that's the greatest thing, Randy, I want you to realize is you've created so many friendships with so many people. And that's like, I think that's your proudest accomplishment ever. I mean, I could just, it's amazing what you've been able to do. And uh, letting me speak here today is, I'm honored to do it, honestly, because I really respect the hell out of that man right there. And, uh, you know, one thing about Randy, he never swears. He never swears, but he has the... <laughs> you know, if you ever been to the Cubs convention and you can see Randy on a Sunday, it's the best session there ever was, because Randy just knows how to tell stories and he knows how to joke around. And, uh, and the, But the best thing about Randy is his heart. He has a true heart. and. Uh, I just want to tell you, thank you from the bottom of my heart, Randy. You made a difference in my life, man. You really have. And uh, what you did with that camp is unbelievable. And, and what you did for all the people that went to that camp will be everlasting, man. No one's going to forget those memories. And uh, I appreciate that. I love you. And I, I love great baseball players, everybody. But I really love great people even more, Randy. And you're one of those people. And I bless, I thank God that. I was so honored. I actually was touched to give that speech a little bit because I was a little nervous. I don't get nervous, but I was I didn't know I was gonna give the speech. So I just went with my heart on that. Sometimes it's better, but yeah, yeah it was I was of course, I was thinking that too. Like you didn't prepare for it, and I know how. You, I know your process now. You know, usually, even if you're not, you don't write stuff out. But I think you walk through in your head like what you want to say and what you want to get out, even at your parties here and stuff like that. But getting called up just randomly like that, it was it was very good. Was, yeah, and then I, I, I'll say this: there's not a player in Chicago Cubs history that has done more. For the fans of the Chicago Cubs. And you better believe I sent a letter to the Cubs t yesterday. Mm. A couple paragraphs saying, hey, well, let's put it this way, guys. Randy doesn't look that well. Mm -hmm. um, his face is sunken in. You know, he had a pro issues with his legs, and he's never been quite recuperated. And he's moving very, very slow. And, um, you know, there was a lot of family there. And it seemed to be a party for Randy, even though he has his book out. And, you know, one of the reasons why Randy's, I guess, is always late to things. He's notoriously late. And, you know, this book has been talked about for a very long time to put out. And I think Randy kind of knew if he was going to do a book, he needs to do a book pretty quickly. Yeah. 
And uh, but yeah, there's no one person who's done more for the fans of the Chicago Cubs. And I say that because I think at the end of Randy's life, I think the 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 biggest impact is he gonna has he had it was the fantasy camp that he started. And there's two chapters in this book about the fantasy camp. And, uh, you know, Randy was on the fast track to be a manager, hopefully, for the Chicago Cubs, and he got fired in Iowa. And he didn't know what he was going to do. He had no clue, you know, because he didn't make a lot of money back when he played. And so he still needed the income. Like a lot of those players did back then. They weren't making the big bucks. Right. They played for the love of the game. You know, Randy, Randy's Iron Man because he suit up for 158 games on 162. And, uh, you know, no, nobody does that nowadays, you know. And uh, also, you know, revolutionized the catching position and went to a, a one-handed, you know, he was the only first guy to ever do be a one-handed catcher. And now that's all you ever see. He was he revolutionized it. But, but he also revolutionized the fantasy camp. And, you know, Randy changed my life for the positive. One of the things that was on my bucket list was to go to the fantasy camp. And, um, you know, I wanted to go play, but I also knew that there was a lot of people there that are diehard Cub fans, so I wanted to meet them and promote Club Owner, too. I, that's serious. I mean, I'm not going to lie. The first time we went out there, we bought shirts. and But the amount of people I've met there and the amount of relationships that I've got from going to Randy's camp and not, just making really great friends with these guys. And two of them were there that day, Smitty and uh, Mike McCarthy. And... Robin Peterson. There's so many people there that, you know, I, I consider friends now. And he did that for so many people. He ran this fantasy camp from the early 80s on until 2020. And rolled it out to all the other teams, not just in baseball, but other sports. Yeah, too. everybody copied him. And Everyone I says, who had, that, well, oh, he was called in to be a consultant on a lot of those. So yeah. every pro sports team that has a fantasy camp-like event, it all stems from Randy. Yeah. I'm going to break news on the podcast. No one knows this. I haven't even told anybody. But the, the, the Randy Hunley camp is going to move forward. And Todd Hunley's taking it over. Really? And it'll be going on happening next year. Nice. So if you're worried, like, it's done and over. But, you know, one of the great things about the camp is that was breaking news, by the way. No one knows that. Now they do. Well, people that listen to this podcast do. So there will be fantasy camp next Taylor year. Taylor Swift is a new listener. I just found <laughs> but besides the fact that, you know, he allowed so many people to fulfill a dream, putting on a Cubs uniform and playing baseball for a week. And, you know, I, I said, it. yeah, I mean, he killed people because he put them through hell because he wanted everybody to know what he felt like when he played baseball. But, you know, he brought in all these great coaches from the past. And trust me, it was a two-way street. Because the players met people, friends that they call themselves friends nowadays. There's a lot of those players that are friends with fantasy campers now. Because that's just how it is. Like the older guys, I always say the older guys that come to Club Farm, man, they're just not like these new newer guys where it's a lot about the money. And it's just a whole different thing going on now than how it was. But, but yeah, you got to rub elbows with your childhood heroes and play catch with them and have them manage you. And you got to go out to dinner with them. And you created bonds with these guys. And you got to play at Sloan Park, and you got to feel what it felt like for, you know, three or four hours, what it felt like to be a Major League Baseball player. And just, you know, one of the things I always remember was going down and uh, Sloan Park and then going down in the basement and seeing my uniform sitting there, McVicker, 
Went at 325 pounds, William. What was I thinking? <laughs> you went, though. But I was a good hitter, man. Yeah. I was a better hitter than a lot of those, some of those guys. I can name, I think about a couple guys I was way better hitters than. <laughs> I'm not going to mention it. Yeah, that's not throwing around. <laughs> but anyways, Randy Hunley, man, honestly, you know, He's a it's, he's amazing man. He's an amazing person. And another thing I want to point out too before we move on to our last announcement of the night is that I forgot where I was going. Hmm. Where the hell was I going, man? I don't know, but you're not drinking or on gummies, so <laughs> I'm surprised. <laughs> Ding uh, ming surprise. I forgot what I was going to say. But you know, if I but I do I, I'm going to go back. To, I did buy a piece of memorabilia at Harry Carey's. I bought a signed check from Harry Carey written to the Ambassador East Hotel for $350, and I guarantee you that was beer money. I'm framing that in the picture with me and Harry that's going up in the condo. Nice. So I, I, I remember that. I didn't put that in there. Okay. So if I think about what I was going to say. Yeah, just pop it in. I'll pop it in. Um, big announcement. Uh, when are we going to spring training? Oh, by the way, I got another announcement, too. <laughs> Christmas party, right? I saved. Follow the bouncing ball. Six <laughs> cases of Club 400 Lock. Oh, nice. So the last Club for Hunt Lager. We're going to drink it all down that night for our big Christmas surprise party. So that's going to be the last Have chance. you checked to see is it still on sale at uh, Chris Lake Brewery or not? I don't know. I, I haven't been there, actually. Okay. So um, anyways, we're going down to spring training March 12th through the 17th. Mm. Now, JP. Oh, the 17th. Yeah, 12th. That's a Tuesday through the Sunday. I'll probably leave on Monday. And we're going to catch four games out there. And uh, 12th, 12th is my anniversary, and the 17th is my favorite holiday of the year. Oh, St. Patrick's <laughs> Day. Are we going to be there, or are we traveling back? No, we're, we're, we'll stay for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think we need to. We have to. Yeah. And, of course, JP will be there all spring long. I think he will be. He's pretty whipped right now. He's got this new girlfriend named Kelly. He moved in with her. He sold his place. Well, now I don't have a place to stay. We got to get I, JP in a future show here. Oh no, we got to talk about that it, point yeah. and talk about the new girl. He's probably shopping for rings. Who knows what he's doing? I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> I'm happy for him though. You know, I mean, how? I'm, I mean, everybody. I, loves I stayed JP. at. Oh yeah, I stayed at this place for I don't know how many years. I, know, and I, I stayed in like there. five different places because he moved around so much. Yeah, I was at one. I don't know if I really want to stay with him and his new girlfriend. And she's a sweetheart. She's really cool. Like I called him the other night, by the way, and I was like, "What are you doing?" She's like, "Oh, Kelly's watching the Diamondbacks, and I'm doing whatever." I'm like, "What? You're not watching the Diamondbacks? Oh, it's only Game Five or whatever." I'm like, "Whatever. Your girlfriend's cooler than you are, buddy." <laughs> but, so we're gonna be down there. Uh, March 12th through the 17th. And if you think, everybody, because we don't have a Crystal Lake Brewery Club 400 lager anymore, that we're not going to give out free f- 400 free beers. <laughs> you got another thing coming. <laughs> Working on it right now. We're going to give away 400 beers again in Mesa, Arizona, all month of March at the Club 400 tent located right by the Sloan tent, which is pretty close to home plate entrance. It's going to be awesome. So, William, you're about ready to end the show, aren't you? You look like you're ready. I am. All right, real quick recap. Music trivia, November 19th, Holiday in Crystal Lake. Another one in Muscatine, February 3rd. Christmas party, December 9th, $100 for tickets. Big Christmas surprise. Cubs convention t-shirts, $40. You will get a t-shirt, and you will donate whatever extra money we're going to give away for swag. 
And they're going to be limited. We're only going to do a certain amount of our 10th anniversary shirts with our brand new Brandon Ort logo. I did forget one more thing. Because on our Christmas party, right, we're not having a guest. Look for a guest at the pre-convention Cubs party. We're bringing it back this year. So we will have a Cub out here a day before or two the Cubs convention. I'm working on it right now. Lots of things going on at Club 400, right, William? We went really long tonight. William's hitting the button, wanting to go, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> we love you guys. We're going to do bonus time for about five minutes if you want to stick around, maybe 10. Thanks a lot, you guys. Appreciate your support. We are Cub fans helping Cub fans. We don't stop. We keep going. And we got a lot of great things planned for you guys on our way to $1 million. And without you guys, we don't exist. We are about you guys, the fans, the greatest fans in all of sports. You guys, the Cub fans. Welcome to the Club 400 Podcast Bonus Time. Bonus time, William. It is bonus time. And you know, in the past, for those of you who don't know... Our longest podcast ever, we're doing bonus time. <laughs> well, it's not our longest one ever, but it's close. Um, in the past, we usually would say, let's save that for bonus time. We don't have any idea what we're going to be talking about here during this bonus no, time. No, we don't That's even great. want to talk baseball. We don't want to talk Club 400. I want to talk about, like, like William... Have you seen any good movies lately? No. I have, I saw a good movie on Netflix. It's about Bob Vec. I told you about that one. Bill Vec. Bill, uh, yeah, Bill Vec. Yeah. His son. Mike is, Vec. It's Mike Vec is featured in that. Just putting Vec. Yeah. And it's something Saints or something. Hour and a half movie. Very well done. Unbelievable. I suggest Netflix. Check it out. I should look that up. William, I'm going to look it up real quick. Another movie that I've seen, William. The Barbie movie? Well, I did not see the Barbie movie. I don't know. I, I, when the Barbie movie comes out for streaming. I kind of want to see I, I want to maybe gummy up and watch the Barbie movie. Yeah, there's another one we're going to do. Just be, oh, oh, yeah. And that movie is, I watched it the other night when Lauren went to bed. Me and Lisa, we still got to finish it because I was dozing off. Right now, I think it's on Peacock. Okay. It's called Strays. Stray. Have you heard about that? Uh, only from you. Oh, my gosh. We and William, we're going to watch it together one night. It will not be Sober October. No, night. it will not. Um, if you guys, I mean, first of all, it's not for kids. So if there's kids listening tonight, um, it's not for kids. It's R-rated plus, I'd have to say. But it's basically about a dog who uh, owner doesn't like him and throws him out of the house. And then he gets kicked to the streets. And the head dog, which I don't remember his name, but it was Will Farrell. You had me at Will Ferrell. Yeah. And like, I, I, I swear to God, I there's so much in that movie. Like, they had to ad-lib ad some stuff because I was like, did he just say that? Or did he just say that? If you got, I mean, honestly, it's a movie that you want to watch with friends while you're maybe slightly intoxicated. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll have you'll laugh your ass off. Right, right, well, right now, we need a lot of laughs, right, William? We need more laughs. We need, we we need happy need times, laughs. right? We do need laughs. So Strays was awesome. Anything you've seen, William? I mean, you were on the kick. You were on what show were you watching? You watched all nine Suits. seasons? Suits. Suits, yeah. By the way, which they just announced in the last two weeks, they're doing a reboot. Really? The only question is it's not going to... 
they don't the original characters aren't coming back as main characters but are going to come back as like guests or whatever still the same setting the law firm um and uh the big question that everyone has is Megan Merkel going to be in this ah, new version yeah. cuz she was actually she's pretty hot isn't she she is but from what i understand she was forced to resign once she got engaged forced by the uh the queen oh, and, really? and the royal family. Did she show any skin on that? Uh, Was there any ass shots? Interesting that you <laughs> asked that question because apparently, oh my God, people are going to slay me because I can't remember his name. Prince Edward. Uh, no, it's not Edward. Oh, her, her husband? Uh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Yeah, Harry. Harry. Edward's the brother, I think. Yeah. Apparently, Harry was a little bent out of shape because of the sex scenes. With her boyfriend. They kind of disappeared. I don't hear anything about those no, guys No, you anymore. don't. No, you don't. I think the world, I think everybody got sick of their shit. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I'll tell you, that show was my third favorite of all time. Was that a comedy? What was it? Um, There were funny parts. It wasn't a comedy. It was more, I would call it a drama, probably. But what was cool, I mean, it did have a little bit of... um. I like to call it like the Batman thing. Did you ever watch that old Batman show that was on in the sixties? Oh yeah, whatever. Okay. Best. Phenomenal. That was the the live show. Yeah, with the cartoons when they're starting to punch each other and right, stuff. Right. That just, that's one of what good TV was on. Yeah, man. but they had it. There was a um, a flow to that show. It was like you know Batman. Something happens. Somebody steals something. The crook shows who who the crook is. Batman and Robin go after him. Batman and Robin get caught by them, and they're, like, near death, you know, and then somehow they get out of it using uh, Commissioner Gordon or whatever, you know. It was kind of like the same story with different characters in it, and Suits kind of had that same kind of model. It was always like something came up, they had this case, there's something illegal about it, they crossed lines from in from the gray to or the black into the gray all the time and um eventually they'd get out of it and things would work out for them or the firm or whatever but it, it it's hard to describe but it's just literally my third favorite show of all time really yeah. I, I, that's some, and i think it's because of the writing the writing was so good on the show i mean it's better than the office you watched the office i right? did watch the office i liked it better than the office yes Sopranos I, I, was number one, by the way, for me, and Breaking Bad, too. So I've never seen three. Breaking Bad. I've never seen Suits. I mean, I was like a Sons of Anarchy guy. Yeah, did you see Sopranos? Oh, I, I watched every episode. Yeah, we, yeah. that was a. Uh, I, I love Curb Your Enthusiasm, too. Oh, I love that I mean, show. Too. You can go watch that right now. If that's, you've never a top, watched, that's a top 10 for me. I mean, I think. I mean, I never was into Seinfeld. Of course, I watched episodes, but I wasn't one of those right. weekly watchers, you know? But um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, I have the same way. I like Curb Your Enthusiasm better. Curb Your Enthusiasm, the thing about it was it carried themes on throughout the seasons. Right. So it referenced stuff from us. It wouldn't carry on. Sometimes it would, but very rarely it would. Right. But it would reference stuff from episode one or two, usually like 10 episodes. But if you've never watched Curb Your Enthusiasm, Jeff Garland in there, obviously, um, always getting yelled at by his wife. I, I mean, that show... It just seems like there hasn't been a lot of good shows out. No. You know? I mean, name well, something that's really... Well, you know, the lately, like, the writer's strike just, yeah. you know, so yeah. we're, we're kind of waiting for any new shows. But, yeah, I agree. I do want to point out, um, and I'm, I'm really offended by this, William, and you should be too. We didn't say it, but uh, 
November 3rd, our good friend, Betsy Shepard, right, mm -hmm. is having a firefighter calendar release party at Rizzo's. We, you won't be here. You'll be out of town, obviously, right. for your family reunion. But uh, she wanted me to go to that. I think I'm going to go support it. But I would like maybe we do it. Maybe we should do a Club 400 calendar. With the guys? Or well, with, with the girls. <laughs> Guys, girls, I don't know. Huh. Party uh, shots. Party shots. No, I'm right. not saying like, I mean, <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> party shots. Maybe we do a club for our calendar. Maybe some Danny Rocket has done a club, uh, not a calendar that he's done and has everybody's birthdays on there. Oh, yeah, that's cool. By the way, Danny Rocket, I just talked to him yesterday. He was uh, witnessed uh, someone get hit on their bicycle, who I think passed away. It was like a 23-year-old girl. That's so sad. So, they hit and run, too. Yeah. And then I did, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, Bleacher Jeff, our good friend Bleacher Jeff, his cat, uh, he th first he lost his cat, but then I think he found, I heard the cat passed. I don't know how that happened. But so, uh, you know, our condolences go out to Bleacher Jeff, uh, you know, at the Cub game every day. And when he's not there, he's at Nisei Lounge. And, uh, Catching baseballs for me and Hap with $100 bills wrapped around them. Yeah, exactly. And then rebuying uh, Parse rum. I think they bought some Parse rum. Nice. You know, have you been listening to the Compound at all? I, I haven't really listened to it. Uh, I haven't in a while. Unbelievable that Zach Short has really become a really good baseball player. I mean, I, I, you know, I didn't know much about Zach besides the podcast, but he's putting, you know, hitting bombs and doing great. God bless the guy. He's a little skinny guy, too. Yeah. You know, I, I really would love to get him out. Um, the, the compound live podcast, but that's another guy. I talked to John, our good friend John May Lee, um, Cubs, uh, Cubs Triple A coach for Iowa. Mentioned it like, hey, you know, do you want to come out to Club Four Hundred? I ain't going that far, but he was already here. For some of you guys that remember that, but uh, it was a secret private party. But uh, we also, oh, yeah, so, but yeah, uh, but there's a possibility we could do something um, at Aiden's 1050 Waveland down the line and do a compound podcast there. So that would be cool. I think that would be awesome. And I think some of those guys, I know, I'm pretty sure Hap lives around the area. But And as, uh, like we were talking about music, you know, Club 400 was based off of music. Uh, you know, you're listening to the new Rolling Stone album. Tell me about your favorite track on that album, William. Mm. There's a lot. Who's, on, who's Who's guest appearance on that album? You know? well, There's a few, right? Elton John was on two tracks. Paul McCartney was on a track. Actually, that might be my favorite one, the song yeah. Paul McCartney. I'm going to give it a listen, man. It and sounded like it did, you know, it sounded like they didn't miss a beat, right? No. Gaga was on it, Lady Gaga. Um, Stevie Wonder was on it. Nice. So some, some big... The Paul McCartney thing was weird. I actually posted a picture on Facebook of the three remaining Rolling Stones with Paul McCartney. And I said something about the Rolling Beatles. <laughs> it's just weird because they were such rivals back in the 60s. You know, it was like right. good versus bad. Yeah. You know, good versus evil. And then now they're uh, on, a, on a song together. It's pretty cool. It's a great album. Actually, yeah. a lot of people said it kind of brings you back to their 70s stuff. Yeah. So it was good. I'm gonna jam it out. I haven't listened to it yet, but I've been listening. Yeah, I listen to a lot of country, most mostly going the rap game a little bit. But um, yeah, I mean, music, man, it's just so important to me. It helps me get through the day. I listen to music every single day. But uh, yeah, man, uh, anything else you want to add to the bonus time today? What, what, what do you got? Any great plans come up or anything? What do you got besides uh, your your family reunion? 
How's mom doing? You're gonna see mom while you're there. Oh, of course, yeah. No, it's uh, it's all good. Um, we're actually pretty excited. It's funny. Two weeks ago or last week, you know, it's been kind of a horrible, crappy football season, and all of a sudden we're back in it now. Three and four. Three and four in our next eight games, we're going to be favored. Wow. Based on who we're playing. so Take know. that, Joe Rodriguez. Yeah, take, take that, all you haters. So do we have a controver- uh, quarterback controversy right now in Chicago? I think you do. We'll see what happens this week. I know he's, there's a Bears play the night game this week. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday night, night football. Yeah. I think this guy, you know, you know me. I've been tearing down Justin Fields as a quarterback. Great athlete, no question. Just don't think he's got it as a quarterback. And the very reason is, you know, he gets the ball, goes back, and looks at one guy, locks in. If the guy's covered, puts his head down, and he runs. You know, that's Justin Fields. You watch this other guy, secret Bajant man, and uh, he can he – I saw him look at four guys on a play and threw it to the guy that was most open. I mean, he didn't put up, like, crazy like he was his, like Kirk Cousins numbers or anything but his first game too it was his first game and they showed Going from division two to NFL they crazy. showed all the um like really great rookie quarterbacks uh over the past however many years they all lost their first game except for him Marty so, loves him Marty thinks he's the future but I do and his dad you know about his yeah, dad? The arm wrestler yeah you see that clip uh, I just want to drink beer with his dad. I know he'd be so fun. He's got to come out. We got to get. Oh him my out gosh! Here. We, you know, we had Jimmy Man out here. Yeah, we this still is... need our first Blackhawk. I was trying to get Chelly out here, but you know, could you get uh, Connor Bedard, please? Oh, that'd be nice. Can you imagine? How uh, much... You know, by the way, I did secure the tickets for the Blackhawks Minnesota game for us in February. Nice four rows off the ice. Fantastic. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but William is a sits in his bed. I, you watch a lot of stuff on your computer, don't you? Actually, everything right now. But You watch everything on your computer? Once I move, I'm getting a wall-mounted TV. Okay. You don't have a TV in your room or no? I don't. No, we moved it somewhere else, and I okay. just haven't replaced it. So we got to hook you up, man. I know. Get you a big 55, 65, something yeah, big. throw that on the wall. and Yeah, stream away. No, got- everything's streaming, dude. You know, I'm using FUBU right now. I got to tell you, man, it was terrible because, I mean, they don't have TBS. So I was watching all the games in Spanish. I was hoping to pick up some Spanish so I sure, could yeah. listen to Miguel. Instead but, of babble, you're going with baseball. Yeah. I mean, it was so, Lauren's like, why are we watching this in Spanish, Dad? I'm like, well, the FUBU doesn't have, you know, uh, TBS. And it's not good for uh, the tournament either. A lot of games are on TBS. But right. I don't know. I was trying FUBU out, but uh, I don't know. I'm gonna, I might check out DirecTV stream eventually. Mm. Everything's streaming right now. Everything's streaming, yeah. you know. I'm a big fan of the YouTube stream, i got to be honest. Are you? Yeah. doesn't have Marquee Network, though. Yeah, it does now. It does not. Oh, it does not. No, I have it on something. Where do I have it? Where do you have Marquee Network? I have Marquee Network now, though. Oh, maybe I don't. You you weren't watching any Cub games? No. I was listening on you the You do radio. a Cubs podcast. I know. I was listening on the radio. I was listening to my guy, Pat Hughes, Ron Coomer. The Coom dog. By the way, uh, I went to Coombs Corner. You're going there. I did. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to meet Coom. Oh, yes. I got to do this. I, we're wrapped. This is bonus time. No one cares, William. All right. People could have toned out a long time ago. All right. We're going to run out of memory. We, we are. We, we are going to end this quickly. But I was supposed to meet with Coomer, and then he had something come up. 
But I still went there anyways because we were going to do an uh, event. It's out in Plainfield. And uh, I was actually uh, shopping um, on Facebook. I think it was Facebook Marketplace. And I found this um, baseball glove chair. Now, I don't know if you've seen them out there. Rawlings has a baseball glove chair. I think, and it has a, a, you know, a stand for your foot. What do you call that? Ottoman. Ottoman, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's made out of real leather. Mm. And it's like $4,000 retail. So I contacted this guy on Facebook. He wanted $1,000 for this chair. All right. His name is Jeff Reed, okay? And I went over to his house. And I pulled up, you know, I was going to buy this chair for Club 400, and we were going to raffle it off, auction it off, or whatever. And as soon as I pulled up, I'm like, oh, no, this is not what I thought it was. And then, but I was like, oh, you know. So I walk in this guy's garage, Jeff. This guy was amazing. We got to go out there. He owns a bar. I should know the name of it. I'm going to find it real quick, and we're going to get off this thing. I'm looking up Jeff right now. My mind is uh, fried. Pretty fried with all the information we gave out tonight. A lot of info. Oh, Double J Sports Bar. Double J Sports Bar and Joel. No. Yeah, Joliet. So I go in there and I said, hey, God, man, I don't want to like, I don't want to like, because he held this for me. He had a big garage sale and he held it for me. And I said, this thing, I can't pay $1,000 for this. But you know what? I started talking to this guy. And I'm sure it's happened with everybody. Certain times in your life. You talk to someone, you immediately connect with somebody. And I immediately connected with this Jeff guy. And I hope to get him out here and hope him to make a big part of Club 400. And we were just getting along good. And I wasn't drinking, obviously. He, went, you know, he owns a bar. He had, all this, he had an amazing bourbon collection. I got to get him a bottle of Andre Dawson's. And I hung out with him for about two hours at his house. And he's got all these sheds in the backyard with all this beer swag. This guy started pulling stuff out of his shed. And he loaded up my truck like you wouldn't believe with all this stuff. Mm. And here's the thing. The baseball glove chair it wasn't what I wanted. It was actually a, a uh, Coca-Cola. I think it was Coca-Cola. Um thing that they came out with a long time ago okay but it was a perfect size for the condo mm. i mean it, i'm like this is not what i wanted but this because this, I, I wasn't buying the chair for me i was buying it for club 400 and i was gonna auction it off down the line maybe at the music trivia and then this guy took care of me like you would he gave me machine, you know liquor dispensers for the condo he gave me pieces from wrigley field I mean, the guy, the guy was amazing. Double J Sports Bar. We're going to, me and you, Road trip. we are going out there. We, we might have to get a hotel. Mm. I don't think we're driving home that far. But go, if you is, go. Is that on the way to Michigan? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe that's <laughs> a stop on the way. But uh, Double J Sports Bar. And you know what? He's one of these guys that uh, gives back. He's a, I think, I don't think the guy has any enemies, you know. And he takes care of his employees. And he. I don't think, I mean, that's what I said. He's very well loved. I could just, and we went to his bar and he's got his own double J vodka. He's got his own double J bourbon and he's got a beautiful patio where he has bands play out. But shout out to Jeff Reed, double J's, uh, big fan. 
and looking forward to working with him in the future. Bonus time is over. William, you got anything you want to add or no? I'm tapped out. He's ready to go to bed. <laughs> yes. I called him at 930 last night. He's sleeping. Yeah. There's game seven. Game seven. Jesus Christ, William. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, we'll see you soon. Our next podcast, Sean Dunstan. It's going to be a winner. And we're also going to be releasing our Sean Dunstan, my 50th birthday video, really real soon. Um, at the same time when we release the podcast. So we'll be pumping that out. And, and our last video, um, the Rose family, I hope you guys saw that. If not, go to our pages. It's out there, especially our Instagram page. I boosted it today. I paid $30 to boost it. Nice. So uh, appreciate you guys very much. And like I said, if I can ask you to do anything, uh, it would be to come to Club 400 Christmas party, be a part of Christmas surprise, and really honestly help us promote Club 400 at the Cubs convention. By uh, paying the 40 bucks, getting your shirt, and helping us spread the word about Club 400 at the Cubs convention this year at the Sheridan Towers in Chicago. Appreciate you guys. Drown.